The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. I don't know how we did it, Larry, but this is episode 40. God damn, 40. Wow. <laughs> Time flies. 40 episodes and a mule. That's what we got here. Huh? Yeah. Time flies yeah. when you're raging, I guess. I guess so. There's always something to rage about. I mean, first off, 48 people shot for fatally in the city of Chicago. Well, 48. That's the biggest number on the uh, on the shot side that I've heard since we've been doing this. Holy yeah, it's shit. getting climbing. That's just this weekend. And that's not including today, which is a three day right. weekend. Right. Isn't right. It? right. Because kind of? today is the federal holiday for Juneteenth. Yeah, right. Even though it's the 20th. <laughs> well, oh, that's kind of convenient, isn't it? Isn't uh, it? for uh the the concept that this was kind of overlapping with father's day some people had an issue i mean i don't think that was the reason it was originally started but it is just the coincidence that is a further attack on fathers all over the place but especially in the united states it seems and your father's day episode from that larry show we listened to that yesterday in the car while going over to Uh, see my dad uh uh-huh and uh, you're absolutely right how dads are portrayed, how uh, they're just the and when you watch TV, especially they're the imbeciles. Yes. And I thought it was interesting that Adam Curry mentioned on No Agenda yesterday that now on Father's Day, it seems that I mean, of course, you hope you hear from your kids, but right. <laughs> he's like, I heard from a bunch of other dads just like, hey, happy Father's Day, you know, and. And I think that's a very positive sign that maybe guys overall are starting to figure this out, maybe get their heads out of the sand, maybe paying a little more attention and be like, hey, I'm, they're going after me and and I want to oh, yeah. help reinforce this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it, it. And it's it's percolated up over the decades from Hollywood and uh, being here and having swum in those uh, waters. Some myself, I can tell you you know, where that comes from. And most of these assholes have uh, absent fathers or scumbag fathers. So, of course, they write what they what they lived and they hate dad. Dad's a scumbag. So, well, yeah. and as James Patterson mentioned the other day, if you're an old white guy, it's getting hard to yeah. get a job writing. So this is further going to move yes. that bar. But then he gutlessly backpedaled on that like the next day. So, you know, horrible. No, no respect for him. You know, None. and I was that was my question when I covered that. It must have been on random thoughts. But yes, you did. The question was, did he do that knowing because, oh, I have to. And everybody's going to know this is a hollow thing because it was it was like flipping a switch. So, you yeah. know, he didn't believe it. It's one of those things like, sure, when you got kids and you're like, OK, little Jimmy, apologize to your sister. And he's like, sorry. I mean, that's right. kind of what it felt like. But yeah. It's it's hard to decipher when a lot of this stuff is done in yeah. 
text format in the Twitter format of 140, 280, whatever the characters are today. It no, really that was matter. just, a, you know, he, that was, I'm sure, under orders of his uh, his overlords at the publishing house, whatever. And, hey, you know, and I have very little respect for that guy anyway, because he writes fucking basically, as you said, sort of uh, assembly line books with other assholes fill, filling in the blanks. It's not a writer. That's a fuckball. Well, I so was there. amazed <laughs> at uh, figuring out, not figuring out. I mean, he's very upfront about what his system is. And he did a master class, and there's a website mm-hmm. that, that there's a bunch of different people that have put out master classes, which basically yes. they video record them trying to give you the insights on their right. particular whatever they do. If they're a writer like James Patterson. Sure. So I watched his and I watched uh, Margaret Atwoods, who I don't really like her writing, but she was very entertaining, very funny mm-hmm. in presenting the material. The James Patterson, the biggest surprise was, I mean, I know when you start out, you're doing all the writing, but really now he's running a, uh, you know, a sweatshop for other writers, which is why Mm -hmm. you see like three or four James Patterson written or co-written books coming out a year because he comes up with the concept like, okay, well, here's the main character. Here's what's going to happen to him. Well, go write it now and I'll okay it. That's bullshit. You know, he's he's basically he's the uh, what was that guy's name? The jo- was it Joseph Kincaid, painter of light? Remember that fucking guy? Oh, right. Yes. Was yes. Jo- what was his first name? Um, Thomas Kincaid. Right. Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. He's the paint. He's the Thomas Kincaid of the literary world. World. You know, he's just just assembles. You know, make books. He's a bullshit guy. So yeah, he's pumping yeah. a lot of stuff out. That's how you do. Make a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> hey, yeah. I mean, if somebody wanted to hire me to do the same thing, I'd be like, that'd be cool. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a good gig. How long will it be until somebody figures it out for podcast, Darren? Somebody's got to do that. Well, the issue right? comes down to, uh, and a lot of this stuff does, we're all looking at you, CSB. AI is right. going to be the death of everything because it's not yeah. far from now. So, yeah, that's why we have to kill it first. Right? Kill the machine, make it stop. Yes. Because AI can do a really good job now of reproducing text in you know even fiction that kind of stuff it's not perfect but it's getting there because no matter how much we try to as humans deny that our creativity can be put into ones and zeros and an algorithm found in a you know a system found and a template found for a computer could just go well i've I'm able to read everything every human's ever written Mm. and look at that, look at the structure. And that's why it can pump stuff out. And now we know you can do the same thing with voices. So you don't know if that voice you're hearing is a real person or a computerized voice. We've talked about the systems that are available to people now. One of them called Descript that my buddy Gene that I do the unrelenting show with has been using for a while although he's finally dumping it because it's there's it's buggy for some of the other stuff but the part where you can go in and it learns your voice and if you misspeak that you can just go in and rather than re-recording the audio you could just change the word in text and it goes by your voice print to mm. magically reproduce you saying that he said that has worked really well doesn't use it a really? lot but it works really well because it understands inflection it understands the pacing of the words around it so it's not like 
you're getting a sentence and then a word was put into the middle that you could really tell. Right. So, I mean, it's getting scary what the artificial intelligence could do, because, yes, sooner or later, you're not going to need writers. You're not going to need uh, actors. You're not going to need podcasters. God forbid. I, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, you, you did you did the proper inflection when you said the insertion of a word, right. you know, and it sounds to me, I mean, they can, I'm sure, you know, we know they can faith, faithfully duplicate, uh, you know, the, the, the tones of a person's voice and probably the cadence as well. Um, but to, to really, uh, you know, master the inflections and the expressions of sort of sort of, and so on on the fly. I don't know that I buy that. I think it's going to be like listening to, you know, the cyborg on the other end of the, uh, uh, you know, the credit card or whatever is the, uh, you know, the insurance company that you speak to when you want to pay by, by credit card on the phone. Right. <laughs> right. Know, there's no doubt you're about mine. That's a fucking robot. Um, so do you think it's so you think it's get, going to get to a point where this shit could just, you know, we let's say we shoveled in 40, all 40 episodes of this show. Right. And then gave it a subject matter and said, OK, computer spit out episode 41. How do you think that would sound? I think it could get pretty close. Now, really, the intriguing thing for reproducing the human voices, although I rarely do it, I know a lot of people already listen to podcasts at a greater speed than they were recorded at so they could listen to more sure right that's a feature of almost every podcast app and Mm -hmm. we were over visiting my parents yesterday so i didn't catch no agenda and i'll admit we were driving home i had the pre-recorded version and i sped it up a little just to try it and once you even get to 1.2 1.3 at least for me i'm starting to hear the differences but i could also understand if you're then using an ai mm-hmm. it would be less noticeable for because people are used to hearing the human voice already not sound perfect because they're listening to it sped up right the ai could do a really good job and you'd be like i wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two now it's a little harder getting the personalities and stuff down in the humor but i think they're getting closer and closer again because computers can look at this there is, I forget the name of the system, but there is a system out there where if you feed it manuscripts, and it doesn't matter whether it's a you know paper on COVID-19, a clinical look, or whether it's fiction, if you feed it papers from various people, it will be able to tell you, well, within like 98%, paper number two and paper number eight were written by the same person. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's just totally different stuff, just because of the mannerisms and the personality and the little quirks that they pick up, maybe misspellings or how they use right. punctuation. But it was quite scary. This is a lot, one of the ways that a lot of people have been outed for releasing stuff in text form. Like, well, we're, you know, somebody puts out a paper that says, hey, I'm, you know, I work yeah. in a lab and here's, you know, what's really going on here where they're able to take the writings from everybody that works at the lab and then figure out yeah. who that was. It's scary stuff. Really? <laughs> there is well, no, there is no anonymity anymore. Kill the fucking machine. That's yeah. the answer. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's we uh, yeah. go back to before the time when everybody had the little pocket spy devices with them 24 mm-hmm. hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it would be, better because i mean that's what we grew up with and 
when we went out to a friend's house, it's like there was no way for anybody to track you. You know, if you were late, your parents couldn't be like, oh, texting you. You're late. Where are you? Like, no, you got yelled at when you got home. (laughs) That was that was it. Now they can track you and everything else. And I don't know. Is is it harder? It has to be. I would say it's a lot harder. I mean, I don't have kids, but I would assume it's a lot harder to be a parent today than it was 20 or 30 years ago. Well, I I don't know, but um, I, I'll say this: I don't do that shit with my kids. You know, I I have faith in them. You know, if, if they say they're going to be home at midnight or something, and they don't show up till three, you know, I haven't heard from them by three. Uh, I might throw them a text or something. But the idea of you know, I have friends who who's oh, I I gave them iPhone so I can know where they're every minute of the day. I'm like, well, you're you're fucking sick in the head. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not raising a kid. You're raising a fucking I don't know what an automaton um so yeah well then they rely on that like there's no way to beat that system like leaving their phone somewhere and then they just go off and do whatever they want anyway right so and then you could always have you know (laughs) text being forwarded to another phone it's like you don't know what's going on it's always a way around every every prison i guess and parents are usually way far down on the list of understanding the stuff and the kids are way up (laughs) yes so that's true that's different but uh you know, all these apps and stuff on the phone. I was just, we've been ordering my dad because he likes cookies and that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I guess he's trying to get diabetes, but he hasn't gotten it yet. So <laughs> we've been ordering um, cookies out of a um, a bakery out in your neck of the woods, still there in L.A. called a milk oh, yeah. jar. Okay. Which they're great, but you're paying for shipping between Los Angeles sure. and Chicago, which is not cheap and it's like well it's not the freshest because they have to package them up although they're all individually wrapped in uh, you know saran wrap or whatever it is which is good but there's a new place that opened up and it's just new around here it looks like they have franchises all over the country a place called crumble of course spelled funny c-r-u-m-b-l there you go and why do they always have to do they always have to do quirky spellings i don't fucking get that but and and that's not new i mean you think of how many how many how many um you know joints do you recall of growing up everywhere with, you know, with where coffee spelled with a k right right why but they just they have to you know right? i'm the guy with random r-a-n-d-u-m-b <laughs> thoughts so i mean i'm not but that casting. made it different <laughs> that did make it you know you would you want to they're pro- i'm guessing there was probably already a, a few podcasts out there with it correctly spelled right well it was actually a domain that i got for my wife like a decade before podcasts were even a thing because she wanted to do a blog but really never did oh, okay so we just never got rid of it and i'm like well this is a great name to use for a podcast about anything yeah yeah, but it, when you're a business, as I found out with the podcast, it makes it a lot harder to find if people have to rely yeah. on searching by spelling, right? Because right. it's like, how, yeah. do you, how do you spell that anyway? Yeah, the thing it. that really annoyed me was I'm like, well, let's just order some of these locally. We tried them once before because it's right in our uh, little town here, and I'm like, well, let's just order some cookies from them, and you can go pick them up. They have very weird hours too for a Ooh. cookie retail oh, outlet. Really. really? They're closed on Sundays, which is okay. It's weird. Okay. It's a weird day of the week to pick, though, when you're selling cookies, I think. Yeah. I would pick probably a weekday, but otherwise, they're open eight in the morning until 10 at night. And on Friday and Saturday, they're open from eight in the morning until midnight. And I'm wondering who's going in to buy cookies at 11 o'clock. 
potheads with the munchies. Probably. Probably. I would raise the prices at that point, too. That would just be personally what I would do. Well, you get I would imagine you need some armed security at the door. (laughs) You're in Chicago, right? Right. Well, we're in the far, you know, we're in the far. We're actually outside of Crook County. So it's it's a little bit safer. And they seem smart. Yeah, because they are in Oak Brook, which is the big mall. There was a shooting there a few months back, but Hmm. they're in the nicer you know, areas where there's not a lot of uh, the lead floating around in the air. But to order, it's like, well, you have to download our app to order. I and, fucking hate that. Uh huh. That's base. That's almost like a forget it. I'm not. Uh, I'm going elsewhere with that shit. Fuck your app. I agree. But yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to get it, so I go in, and I, against my better judgment, I get the app. I'm doing this on an iPad, and then once you get the app, you open up the app, and the first thing it's like, in order to even get into the app. Enter your mm-hmm. mobile phone number. Get bent. <laughs> this is like step yeah. number two. Mm. And I'm like, are you kidding? Right. And my wife's like, well, you know, when I went in there last time, you know, they wanted a phone number. So I just gave them your Google voice number. I'm like, thanks. But yeah. I'm like, okay, they already have the Google voice number. I didn't delete the app at first. I just put my Google mm-hmm. voice number in and it's like, oh, you've got like five points, you know, and you could earn more points until you get ten dollars mm. off whatever it was but i'm like okay let's order uh so i'm figuring like we're going over there on father's day the next day i'm sure other people are going to have some cookies so you know you want dad to have his so i'm like okay yeah. well, let's maybe order 12 cookies you know they're like four or five bucks a cookie so i mean this is not holy shit yeah <laughs> this is not a, this is not a cheap five dollar cookie. cookies holy yeah i mean they're really there. good i mean one cookie the that we had was um like chocolate chip and uh, peanut butter and mm-hmm. the one cookie had i think it was like 800 calories in it so yeah whoa so this is diabetic uh, <laughs> diabetes in a cookie yeah, yeah. Okay. you want to share with friends you that's, right. there's no question about that but the point just being that these are not cheap cookies so that wasn't a problem and except for the fact that in the minute that i put in okay let's get 12 cookies it adds to your total, which granted you could go in and remove this, but it added automatically a 20% tip. Every penny of the tip goes oh, to the bakers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and at that point, I'd be thinking, well, I think I'll just buy from those guys in L.A. And wait yes. For shipping. I was, right? You know, I was very close to that. And it may go back to that. Yeah. Although I don't yeah. know how the people in L.A. deal with their business locally either. Um. Mm. But I didn't like that. Then I'm like, okay, screw yeah. this. And I removed that. I'm like, for the baker, I'm like, this isn't even for the person bringing it out to your car. It's not for the person giving you the cookies. It's not for the person packaging it up. You're charging more than enough for the cookies. You should be able yeah. to pay your bakers without yeah. having to beg for tips. Yes. The best part of this whole experience was once I got the whole order into the app, I realized the only option at that point was to pay via credit card. No, I'm going to give you cash when I walk in your front door. No. Mm. So then I did just delete the app. Good for you. And my wife so went in, you- but she, you know, we still had to have the cookies for Father's Day, but we only bought right. six just for my dad. And we're like, you know, screw, screw it. It's uh, yeah. So they accepted cash in person at the store. Yes. But wouldn't okay. allow you, even though you're you're showing up to pick it up. And I said, right. I just ordered a pizza the other day which also is like 40 bucks now. 
and they had no problem with cash at the door. Mm. So I don't understand why going into a retail outlet that they had a problem taking saying, hey, I want to come to your store. I just want you to have it ready for me. I'm making it easy for you. Yeah. But no, you couldn't pay cash. So there, there was that. You know, this this whole cash, no cash shit really pisses me off as it does you. And um, I'm shocked. I mean, I've known a lot of lawyers. Some of them are idiots. Some are really smart guys. And I'm just shocked that the attorneys haven't sort of formed a, you know, a, a hit squad and a class action to go after people, including your fucking major league stadiums. Right. Who refuse cash. Uh, there was a guy in L.A. years ago. <laughs> This guy was a, he was an operator, he was a grifter. And he used to go to, uh, when the whole notion, the whole sort of fixing places up with ramps and handrails and toilets and so forth for handicapped places were, uh, became a thing. I don't think it was yet, I guess maybe it was a, a law, but the law had some loopholes or maybe there was a time. Anyway, this fucking guy would, 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 had a Confederate, a sideman who would drive him around to, restaurants, bars, flower shops, you name it, any kind of retail establishment. And then he would, he would they roll around in his wheelchair. And if he didn't find everything was according to code, he fucking sue them. And he got very wealthy, very wealthy. So to me, that's a drop in the bucket compared to this cash thing. Right. I mean, come on, come on. Well, and it is, of course, that you can't let a good disaster a good uh you know problem go to waste which is uh exactly what they did with covid that they were able to take yeah. the cash stuff and extraordinary ex- boom yeah we can change this overnight because well cash is bad because you're giving it from one person to another it's dirty right and we, yeah. we forget about the fact that literally everything else can be traced to the minute level which is we now know well wow you you spent wait forty dollars on cookies oh that's mm. that's inconvenient this right. is this is government intervention in everything you sure. do sure it is beyond what anybody rational should want i mean if you want to buy stuff on a credit card that's fine but cash is legal tender which means if you show up with it i can't see how even MLB, which is interesting, I'll have to check back in because it was the attorney general in Boston that mm-hmm. was checking in because Fenway Park, one of the stadiums that's doing that. And the attorney general was looking into it like, well, no, that doesn't seem uh, that doesn't yeah. seem right that you're not taking cash. Mm-hmm. You know, it's again, it's like, well, you know, I, I get the system that all of these like Major League Baseball teams, their scam is then, well, if you walk in the door and hand us a hundred dollar bill we'll put something on your phone or we'll give you a card that you can use while you're there then you can cash out and get the change back on your way out but that way we still track everything you do no you know what here's here's the alter here's what mr attorney general should should tell those assholes you want to operate that way fucking take a page from vegas somebody can buy chips from you with cash but there will be no electronics whatsoever right how about that Make it untraceable. That's the uh, make it untraceable. Yeah. Freedom, baby. It's a nice thing. 
It is a nice, it is a nice thing. thing. And convenience is the fucking death of freedom. It really is, if you think about it. That's what's at the root of all this fucking lazy ass, mouth breathing fucktards. I guarantee you, most of those people who are all down with the, I don't want, I don't want to do cash, they couldn't give you change from on a $2 order from a $5 bill. They well, need their yes. fucking calculator to figure that out. That's why they prefer no cash. Well, yeah, that's also the other problem. I mean, one, yeah. you probably have employees that are going to steal from you. And two, somebody gives them a $20 bill. They go, uh, what? I don't wait. Do I give yeah. you something back? I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. The The kicker on this whole thing also with this little cookie shop, which is just in a little strip mall. This is not like a a huge building or anything. My wife took right. a picture. 15 employees in the cookie shop. 15. Wow. 15 people so they're making place. well five bucks a cookie they're making of course they can afford a big payroll right? i guess it's like i don't yeah. know uh when i worked at circuit city which was a you know big box store i mean there were times there probably weren't 15 employees in the store you know easily yeah. you and, know. And, th- and this cookie thing is a chain Darren? yes how big yeah. is a chain they're all over the united states so yeah. i mean obviously they're yeah. making some kind of money what they called again because i want to be sure to avoid them right crumble c-r-u-m-b-l well fuck fuck crumble yeah. well you can Should download our app we want your telephone no. number we want you to give 20 percent <laughs> to the bakers because the five dollar a cookie isn't yeah. enough yeah like like machines aren't baking those fucking cookies too please and if they're like not those, they should be yeah exactly please. you know it's, it's an interesting scam because it is they only have every week five different flavors of cookies and those flavors rotate because then oh that keeps it cheap yeah you know well one yes of course that's going to add to the bill but for people that like the cookie this is the ultimate it's like what taylor swift has been doing with her merchandise which is oh hey here's our new bunch of shirts and caps and whatever you know that's only on sale for the next week and then they're gone. Then you you can only buy them that week. And then something else right. will come out a week or two later. I understand right. the marketing aspect of this because it's like, well, hey, you don't know when they're going to have super duper chocolate pooper again. Mm-hmm. We better run in and try that. You only yeah. have one week. If you don't come in that week, you missed out on that flavor, man. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a lot of that, uh, you know, FOMO, the fear of missing out with the current generation that. Oh no! If I don't get it, I'm I'm never going to get it again. Yeah, but it's uh, it's strange. I mean, hey, I guess I wish I owned one of these franchises because uh, there's a lot of money in cookies. I guess. I guess so. I would not have but, thought so. Yeah, but the way to get them is just relentlessly link them to a type two diabetes. Well, yeah. And if you pound pound them that long enough, they'll still start to die off. I think. I would hope. Well, yeah, sugar <laughs> is bad for you, no matter it what. It fucking is. It absolutely is. I mean, I can remember Schwarzenegger on Jay Leno say, "The sugar is white death," and he he's pretty much right about that. <laughs> yes, really. You know, anything yeah. in a little bit of moderation, but yeah, when your whole business is nothing but that, it's like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm on their website right now, and these fucking cookies look like stacks of pancakes. It's 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 insane. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ludicrous. One of these things will put you in a diabetic coma. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which so. is why for a a scant five dollars, they'll sell you something that will split the cookie into four pieces conveniently. Immediately, <laughs> because is that right? Like a pill splitter? Like they get yeah. a fucking cookie splitter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you know, knives aren't convenient enough for some people. No. I guess. 
and they're not safe of cookies you got to be safe do it safe with safety yes wow. definitely now oh, i noticed shit. the clip you sent me was uh from the governor of new york who i didn't pull the clip but i did pull a uh an article where she was calling anybody that was pro-life a neanderthal is that that's that's the clip well we yeah. are on the same wavelength i guess we are i didn't see Probably. it in audio but this is uh let me play the so clip can, I, mean, I don't think it needs any other setup right it it doesn't i'm gonna be yelling stop a lot i've got a lot of comments about this and i'm sure you do too so well, we're i am double ready teamer. i'm ready to hit that stop <laughs> button let me warm up the fingers here let me okay get a little warm-up going on should always stretch before doing a podcast no doubt yes the women of new york will never be subjugated to government mandated pregnancies stop what yeah what the fuck does that mean i heard that i'm like wow what what shade what color of uh of future hell is this are they gonna have like uh roving semi-tractor trailers going around hey you you lady you with the flat stomach get in here we're gonna we're, it's a mandated pregnancy we're gonna knock you up get out of here how's that gonna work government right? mandated government pregnancies. mandated yes yes or maybe it'll be like a blood drive okay it'll be like uh here's here's my here's my hat tip to uh to to dvorak you will now report to the government mandated pregnancy center for insemination. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. maybe, maybe okay. she's been reading a little too much uh, Margaret Atwood or watching The Handmaid's Tale. Well, maybe that's you know, I mean, maybe that's kind of a fantasy for her to just you know a little bit uh, forced. You know, who who knows? She looks she looks weird. So uh, yeah, it's it's incredible what a stupid this, so this is what the, these people are so stupid they don't even realize what they're saying that statement she made was so idiotic on the face of it you know the way it was worded not being able to terminate the life of a fetus is now government mandated pregnancy exactly yeah. it makes zero sense but it's because nobody's responsible for themselves right it is uh it's sad because that's what will ensue if Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court. Well, no, that's not really true either. Roe versus no. Wade, if it's overturned by the Supreme Court, it goes back to the states, which means you get to do whatever you want in your dumbass state, Governor. Yeah, but she's not going to say that. That'd be the truth. Right. Well, and again, this is because of the fact that so many people are ignorant of how the law works. They're ignorant on the difference. And they talked about this on No Agenda yesterday the difference between a federal law and a local law and you know who's responsible for what and how all of this works right. and who has to refer to the other and the concept is just that the states will get to decide what their abortion law is which means the states will have different laws on what can and can't be done with abortion but that's the way it's always been with the states i mean for a long time and I think this was federalized. It wasn't like everybody just got in into step. When we were growing up, there were some states in the United States where the drinking age was 18. And sure. it was 21 in Illinois, but it was 18 in Wisconsin. So it was like, well, you go up to Wisconsin and uh, right. you have a party. Yeah. <laughs> you buy your booze. It's and, called choice. Yes. Beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, you vote with your feet. If you want to live in a state that has this particular law, you do, you know, then you do it. You go there. And there's a lot of different laws that are different in the states. A lot of people also don't know there's different age of consent in every state of the United States. You know, it's not 18 everywhere. 
it's still yep. down to like 15 or 16 in some states. So it's like, but everybody always assumes right. that it's just one way. And you can make the case for why a lot of these laws should be federalized. But then you have to understand the trade off, which is giving so much power to a small group of people who don't live near you, you know, mm-hmm. who don't really understand what's going on there. And, you know, if you think gun laws should be the same in rural Wyoming as in, you know, downtown Brooklyn near downtown New York, you know, you might have a case to be made why they should maybe be slightly tweaked. Right. But I'll let the governor continue on because I'm sure she has really important things oh, to she say. Does. She does. <laughs> this is the United States of America. Stop. <laughs> is there a debate now? Is this? No, okay, it's not. Because this is something else. This is a, uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, technique's the wrong word because it's so stupid, but these idiot gas bag politicians, when they don't know what the fuck to say, they give a location check, right? So, so hey, attention mouth breathers, in case you forgot where you are, this is the United States of America. Thank you very much, Governor. Thank you for that. For that. Captain Obvious, Hulshul. Here okay. we get to kill babies, but we also get to have guns. I mean, they, they don't like yes. hearing this is the United States of America when the laws no. uh, say something they don't like. No, and no. it changes. It changes quickly. Changes. Sure. Where freedom and liberty are supposed to mean something. Stop. Freedom and liberty are supposed to mean something. We're not killing unless, babies, man. Unless we want you to take a vaccine, then that shit's out the window. Fuck your liberty and fuck your freedom. I'm telling right? you. This is all about the lack of all of these things. And the thing, again, I've never been in a situation where this was made personal to me, so it's maybe a little different, but I've always looked at it was once somebody's pregnant, there is a second life involved Mm -hmm. and ignoring that is just evil to me that of course this is well just a woman's choice. Like, well, no, there's another person involved. You made another person, which means. There's now two entities going on here, not just, oh, it's just the woman's choice. Right. It's like, and be responsible. I mean, there's a lot of women who don't want kids who've never accidentally got pregnant. Isn't that amazing? How do they do that? Personal responsibility. How do they do that? (laughs) What's that? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm all for the government. I mean, we waste so much money on so much crap. I'm all for the fact is that if you want birth control, let the government pay for it. You know, I'm all for that part because the end result, if you don't, then the costs yeah. are going to be way higher. It's just you're a, right. It's economically. It makes more sense. Yeah, you're correct. But still, it rankles me to have to pay for somebody else's. It still bugs me. Oh, I agree. You know, because I mean, really, even even with inflation, I don't you know, what's the price of a, a box of Trojans? If that's your preferred route, it's still not a lot. It's less than a fucking cookie. I'm sure it uh, crumbles. It's, <laughs> it's, it's right. less than an so, abortion. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the rock upon which we are founded. Stop. What's the rock upon which we are founded? Okay. There's another there's another political imbecile in her, you know, her, her wormwood mind. She's sucking a little little bit out of the Bible, right? Thou art abortion, and on thou thy name I shall build my career. Right? That's what it is. She's stood right from Jesus. Like, this is the rock. I'm gonna build my church here, Peter. This this is what she's doing. I'll put a little, put a little, spray a little religious patina on it. That'll, they'll swallow it better that way. The rock that America was built on was killing babies. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, now you do. This is a history lesson. I'm enjoying this. It is. Yes. 
It's supposed to mean something, except in the eyes of some Neanderthals. And we saw women. Yes, there we go. And you know what? There's the money word. Just reading it was bad enough, but her contempt. Yeah. Some Neanderthals that just don't understand that we have the right to kill babies. It's great. We need the right to kill babies. We're not killing babies. We're not happy. We like to kill babies, then go out and spend $5 on a cookie. And she speaks from the party of the party of love and acceptance and inclusivity. And right? killing except babies. For you, except for you fucking Neanderthals. If you disagree with me, you're a fucking Neanderthal. Right, Kathy? Right. Right. If you don't go along with their thinking. And this is how quickly mm. this has morphed into that in my lifetime, which was when I was growing up, there was a lot of stuff being a good Catholic boy where it was you love the sinner but you hate the sin you do not right. take it out on people because they're whatever you know that right. goes against the church's teaching but now it's become well the church is hateful because they don't agree with our lifestyle it's like well they're not doing anything to stop your lifestyle they just mm-hmm. want to live their own lifestyle which you are trying to actually infringe upon correct the irony is just and the hypocrisy is it just makes my brain explode that these people can't see that but neanderthals yeah yes that's what you are if you do if you're not woke if you don't want to kill babies if you don't want to stand up and say men can get pregnant right there was a story and it was looks like it disappeared so i don't know because a lot of things in today's social media landscape which get picked up by the media are a farce but there was allegedly a guy i think it was in ohio that was turned away from giving blood because yes, one of the questions they asked was if he was pregnant. And he's like, I'm not answering that. Right. I mean, this is how insane this has become, which is like, mm. um, am I pregnant? Let's see. I got a penis. So just giving you a little heads up here. Don't think that I, I don't have a uterus. Can I just say that? Is that fine? Well, no, you have to answer. Are you pregnant? Right. You, you, it's really at the, at, at the root of it. It's, it's the must exercise thought and speech and behavior control. That's really what's driving. It's got nothing to do with the health or the blood. Nothing. That's what it's about. You will comply with what the fuck we say, the way we think. That's where that shit comes from. Uh, you love compliance, don't you? <laughs> we say women are not entitled to those rights. So we've endured centuries of misogyny and discrimination and domination, but they are all supposed to be over by now. Stop. This is the fucking sitting gover- governor of the second, uh, you know, most populous and economic powerhouse state in the fucking country. And she's bitching about misogyny and domination. She's been she's can you see her? Can you see that fucking glass ceiling over her head, pressing her down into the carpet? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kathy's at it tough. She's been abused. <laughs> and at the same time, this idiot bimbo was handpicked by grab ass andy cuomo Ooh, wouldn't you like to know how many times she stood by somewhere and watched <laughs> him do his thing and kept her fucking mouth shut to keep her political career alive i bet that happened a lot well there's a lot with people in politics where they uh will do just about anything to keep their political aspirations alive even oh, yeah. if they don't go along i mean the fact yeah. that people like joe biden and nancy pelosi still call themselves good catholics it's like but how yeah yeah how i mean i would understand Mm -hmm. if you just said hey i'm abstaining from this and i understand joe doesn't his brain's mush he doesn't even know what day it is but as any president that is catholic 
I can understand him just or her standing there and saying, you know, the country's laws are not Catholic laws. What I believe doesn't matter. You know, we're doing what's legally by the book, what the uh, you know, what the country has decided upon, what the you know, what laws have actually been passed. And but no, nobody does that. It's like you're cheerleading for this. And that, that, I mean, these people are so corrupt. They're so amoral that when they speak lies and truth, there's there's no demarcation anymore, no separation. You know, Joey, you know, look at what I've done to the economy. Look how great I've made your life. Like everything the fucking guy says is a lie. So why would why would the whole thing with, you know, Catholicism be any different? He's just he's just, a you know, a mummy that spews lies. And so is Pelosi. Pelosi's a drunken mummy <laughs> that spews lies. And he's he's a brain damaged mummy that spews lies. That's it. Pretty much. And the governor of New York. Uh, yeah. I mean, the whole glass ceiling thing. I mean, we remember. Yeah. Get the fuck at her. Yeah. Both you and I were around when Barack Obama was elected both times. Yes, both times. And most logical people cheered that as the shattering of a ceiling. Sure. That the country has moved beyond its horribly racist past, which there was some really bad stuff that happened. But we sure. were moving beyond that. But you saw right. what happened was, well, wait, 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 wait. We need to divide people. Let's pull them all right back into this. That's right. And uh, let's see mm-hmm. her. What's her parting words here? Let's see. This is 2022. Oh, oh that's it. That's just like the location <laughs> yes. check. This is the United States of America. And here's a calendar check. It's 2022. Aren't I smart? This is Planet Rage. <laughs> this is 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you love that shit? What a clown. Well, what it goes right clown. down, as you said. This is, well, as we were talking about earlier, how AI can easily figure out what people are going to say. She's a really good example of this. Well, point out what year it is. Point out where we are. This obviously we have to change the way we're thinking because this is 2022. Well, people said the same thing in 1970. People said the same thing. It's 1950. What does it mean? With this simplistic uh, piffle that she uh, that she uh, expresses, AI isn't necessary. A fucking Fisher Price (laughs) speaking spell could 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 fabricate her rap in a in a blink <laughs> i mean she's just an idiot you give a so. bunch of monkeys a typewriter and come go. around with of course yeah. that'll be looked apart as uh as racist as well now because yeah. you can't say monkey pox that's 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 somehow racist People, oh, it's monkey pox but but that's isn't that the name of the disease now yeah, well, it's racist they, they've changed it now to like mpx oh, or something because what oh, is a new name you're M- kidding me no, they, they made it into an acronym now like Holy mpx shit. i think it was mpx yeah also okay. learned that on no agenda but absolutely right because well no it's racist to say monkeypox. wow i guess because people relate certain ethnicities to monkeys i don't know i don't understand when you see race and everything it's like yeah you might want to look in the mirror and say maybe you're the one that has the mental illness oh yeah because everything turns out to be racist right and you're looking for it but it is all because of division and I've said this a thousand times or more. If you really want to have some fun, go back and read the writings of Bill Ayers and the other people involved in the weather underground back in the 60s and 70s about the way to bring America into the Marxist future mm. is all about divisive, divisiveness, divisiveness, where yes. it's cops and the regular people. It is the rich and poor. It's white and black. It's the gay and not gay. It's all about dividing people and then look at the news for the last decade and go 
that seems like maybe this is what's happening. Sure. No doubt. But people don't understand because they're too absorbed in so many other things that uh, it's a little bit insane. But that's why it's hard to get good politicians out there. Now, I, I don't I think that's an oxymoron. Good politicians. <laughs> no. If you're a career politician, you're a scumbag. Oh, yeah. Um, and and no, no one should ever have more than two terms. And then you, and no one pulled from the political spectrum. It should be people pulled in from the privates, wherever the fuck it is. But no, nobody, nobody gets to have a you want to fix America. No one gets to have a political career. That's over. That's how to fix it. Well, I've got a political ad. For you. Oh, good, good. AOC and her radical leftist comrades promote defunding our police. AOC <laughs> wants to slash police budgets for us, but hire private security for herself. I will say, this is your favorite Bronx Tina. Of course it is. Um, the music, really annoying. Very annoying. She needs some help. <laughs> I agree. I was going to pull that clip too. And the, the, I found the music so fucking annoying that I thought, I'm not, I'm, I won't. <laughs> I mean, but people might be mad about it and rage, and that's exactly. Uh, and then yeah. I thought the comments were interesting because we know the unfiltered Tina, yes. and this is her dressed nicely, which is fine, but with the backdrop trying to look very official, governmenty, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, this is not you, right? This is in the wrong direction. I'll play a little more of this. Yeah. Police say this man went on a stabbing spree in the subway. Even after seeing crime surging here in New York City, AOC continues to support defunding our police. And I'll call it what it is, crazy. Misdemeanor assaults are also up, including the disgusting attack involving human feces on a woman in the Bronx. AOC is out of touch because she's more concerned with scoring political points with radical Marxists than she is with keeping our family safe. More than 300,000 people moved out of the five boroughs. And I will also say, when you're preaching to the choir, it's okay to talk about the radical Marxist. I think mm-hmm. the average person, when you say AOC is bowing to the radical Marxist, they're like, what are you talking about? You are correct. You are absolutely correct. They have no idea what that means so i mean you i think you need to be more pointing out like she wants to you know take your money to fund people who don't have it they want your money to fund drug addicts and your money to you need to break this kind of stuff down into individual Mm -hmm. small portions yes because a lot of people little bites and and every one of those every one of those bites has to have emotional roots that has to be something that triggers a visual visceral reaction or else you're not going to reach them. Exactly. And because a lot of people still don't even understand what socialism is. They're like, no, they have no idea. Uh, that's no posting idea. more to, uh, to my TikTok account. Is that what socialism right. is? I want to get social. Yes. We need more police, not less. We need to end the mandates end bail reform, reinstate qualified immunity, pay police what they deserve, and fire these loony district attorneys who refuse to prosecute criminals. New York City is experiencing higher crime because of liberal, soft on crime policies. When I'm elected, I'll end the reign of their terror and protect our families. Things have to change, and it starts with firing America's most radical member of Congress, and that's AOC. Join me for a safer New York. Visit Tina40forcongress.com. See, 40, I always thought it was Forte. That's, I'm a white guy from Chicago. Well, yeah, you know what it is? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm guessing she probably pronounces her name Fort Forte, right? But her but her Twitter handle is Tina, and then number four zero. So maybe that's why she says it oh, forty. Maybe, I don't know. It could it's be forty, and yeah, maybe maybe that's it. I, you know, but well, I don't. Know. I've never pronounces heard. the last name. We'll find out because she'll be doing a lot more. Of we these, will. I'm guessing we will. But yeah, I would love to. You know, Tina, if you listen to this, honey, send send me your scripts and let me tune them up because. Uh, it's a little bit too uh, cerebral what she's saying. What she needs to talk about are the, the the district attorneys that are cutting loose prisoners, that are cutting loose criminals that have killed your family, your children, your parents, your brothers, your sisters. They're responsible. Don't talk about crime because crime is crime is uh, ephemeral. Crime. What is it? Maybe shoplifting a donut. Right. Uh, you know, no, you have to be really visceral about this to get through to them. Could be shoplifting a five dollar cookie. Yeah. How many cookies until it's a felony? That's a good question. Uh, let's see. Be, uh, let's, let's <laughs> Not enough. Uh, 200. That'd take 200 in L.A. That would be okay. up to 950 or good. It's not. A, it's OK. Just take them and go. It's OK. You could still have a pretty good party with 199 cookies. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, but the music definitely has to go. And uh, yeah. I was I was disappointed at the end. It wasn't fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. <laughs> and there were a lot of people that had. uh because this was I pulled this off uh, YouTube because, of course, that's her I mean, bread and butter, it seems. And the first yeah. comment was, yeah, I miss the uh, the profanities, which there you go. she's going to fall into. This is a new time in political history overall. I mean, I know the Internet's been around and I know social right. media has been around, but it's really an interesting time as a political candidate. Because I mean, if you're making a commercial that you want to run on television, obviously you got to do what you got to do. But she needs to be careful to not look like she's changing too much for the people that are really behind her right now. Right. You don't want to lose that. It's like, don't lose the edge. You know, understand that you can post right. stuff on your social media like, hey, I've got to do some stuff for TV, but I'm still the same. And I'm, you know, use use what got yeah. you there. And if it's the language, True. then use the language. It's the attitude. Yeah. People like the attitude. But it's like, I saw that. And I'm like, and I also saw you your buddy Lobido was back. So it's like neither one of them were uh, were taken down. Yes. Although his first video after, which I didn't pull, he did say he was having trouble going live on Instagram, which leads me to believe he was being. Uh, yes. He was being screwed yeah. with. They were. They were jacking him around. Yeah, I saw the one outside CBS uh, Studios in Manhattan, which I know very well. And then he did another one um, going right for um, Eric Adams' throat. He, he he really is a very good artist. Did you see the electric chair he yes. made? Old Sparky? Yes. That he- fucking thing was, that was rocking, man. I thought, oh, this guy's, and he's multimedia. It's not just oil and canvas, you know? This guy's got a lot of talent. When he flipped the switch and the sound effects of right. the the electricity and the the little <laughs> the little strap started vibrating, it was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. It was very cool. He's yeah. making a point, which is that if there are no repercussions for what you do, then crime runs rampant. Sure, which is something we've talked about here, you know, a decent amount over the last forty episodes, which is why I yeah. pulled this clip from a female nascar driver i mean there's not many i think she's the only one at this point in uh, the top three series but it was an interesting take on what's been going on in the nascar truck series which i've actually been watching this year because i'm like you know i'm just i enjoyed watching racing in the past 
and then moved in like 2004 after Dale Earnhardt Sr. passed away. I moved back to baseball big time in 2004, which really paid off as a White Sox fan because right. they won the World Series in 2005. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's been all downhill since then. And, uh, you know, baseball's really gone woke. I mean, basketball, I've never been into, but that is totally woke. And the NHL, I mean, like, okay, they're not so bad in the NHL, but I always enjoyed racing. And usually because, well, one, that's they really only do it on the weekend, which is preferable as a schedule. And Mm -hmm. I'm just really happy that there is still a sport out there. And I know some people probably hate this aspect, but if you ever turn on a NASCAR event before the race, they have a prayer and they televise the prayer, which it's like, you know, and I don't even care if, you know, they're usually from Baptist church or something like that. It's like, as a good Catholic boy, I don't care. I just think it's really interesting in this particular country at this particular time where, you know, you can't say a prayer in school because the separation of church and state and it's horrible and you people. I just think it's really interesting that Mm -hmm. this sport has stood firm. And I don't know if it's because of the fact that motorsports is a very dangerous sport. And you can make the case that, you know, you have you have a much better chance of not making it to the end of the event than you do in a baseball game or football game. That's true. Yes. You know, so that maybe is, you know, why it's allowed. But I like the fact that there is a. you know, bigger crowds are coming back in that, uh, you know, while NASCAR is as a sanctioning body, a little bit woke that there are people involved that are totally not. And mm-hmm. uh, what really jumped out to me in this little segment here from Haley Deegan, who has been racing in NASCAR in the lower ARCA series, which is the what you kind of feed into NASCAR with. She was doing that at like 16 or 17 years old. So wow. it's like, I really appreciate anybody at that age that can do it. She's 20 now, will be 21 next month racing Jeez. in the NASCAR truck series. So well, most girls are in college. She's out there in a, you know, in a pickup truck doing a couple hundred miles an hour. It's like, I think that's pretty badass. Yeah. But she was talking about what has been going on in the truck series. And the part about parenting I thought was interesting. I think there's just, there's just a lot of chaos in the truck series. And I think it's kind of a almost discipline and a discipline issue. It's like you're building a building and it has no structure. It's going to fall apart. If you're raising a kid with no discipline, they're not, they're not going to behave in the best way possible. And I feel like the truck series kind of what's lacking right now is that discipline. And there's, you got a lot of young kids in there trying to prove themselves. Um, and then you have some of the older talent that's in there that has a lot of experience and there's just, it's not meshing well. And I feel like there needs to be some structure to it in order to get it under control. Cause I know if, at least for me, if I'm going to go hit somebody, wreck somebody, whatever, if there is a black flag or some sort of discipline, some like repercussion that I could face because of it, I'm probably going to decide whether or not to do that, not just instantly do it because you know there's no- nothing bad going to come of it after. I- Which, I mean, this is absolutely from a 20-year-old. Very yeah. wise words. It's surprising, yeah. Which is, you know, I, I liked the just the inflection in her voice. Like, I'm going to go out there and direct somebody or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, you're in a... <laughs> You're in a race vehicle going, you know, 100 plus easily, you know, close to 200 miles an hour in some of these places. 
And because she's a female, I mean, and I don't know if it's because she's a female. It's kind of like the, you know, Bubba Wallace being an African-American driver in the Cup Series. You know, anytime he gets bumped or rubbed or, you know, some, you know, come into contact, there's always that question. Hmm. And it's the same thing with Haley Deegan because, well, you know, she's getting a rough time of it. Is it well because you were brand new to the series last year? She's only in her second year or is it because she's a female. I mean, there's you could always make that question. But the reality is she's uh, come around to very recently saying, you know, I, I've taken a lot of this, but I'm going to start racing people the way they race me. And that's how NASCAR and most forms of racing, even, you know, your Saturday night shootouts, wherever across America. Mm-hmm. Usually that's the way it's policed, which is if somebody roughs you up, well, then the next time you get a chance, you're going to rough them up. Hell yeah. Which is my, my, my favorite form of racing is always demo derbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go there out used, there. There used to be a glorious track a little bit north of, almost an hour north of uh, LA, called, a place called Saugus. And you know what's amazing? I used to go up there pretty regularly, and it, it was amazingly, it drew a big Hollywood crowd. You know, I remember seeing Schwarzenegger up there and the other, the chick from Terminator. And there's always somebody. And I, I and I was always shocked. Is that like, why are they here? This doesn't seem like their scene. You know, it was, it was, it was Pat's blue ribbon and you bring your own little cushions for the splintery, shitty bleachers and so forth. And these guys would cruise around just pound the snot out of each other, always in reverse. You know, it was right. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, that's it. A lot of fun. Blue yeah. collar going out yeah. and, uh, and which is why it was interesting this uh, Father's Day weekend. The only race on was the truck series. And at first, when I saw the schedule, it would said Knoxville. So I assumed Tennessee, but no, it's Knoxville, Iowa on a wow. a dirt track that was, I think, like a mile and a quarter long. You know, I mean, so it's a, a pretty big dirt track. Yeah. And uh, just throwing these things into the corner. I mean, it's interesting when you see the cars that were made for dirt do it. And that's, it's like poetry in motion when you see those guys go into the corner and go, you know, they're sliding all the way through the corner sideways. You know, the trucks weren't quite made for that. So it's a little bit more <laughs> like, you know, driving on ice. But, you know, it, it's a it, they put on a good show, which is what they're trying to do. And as somebody that is new, getting back into racing a little bit again, it's like this Haley Deacon girl. It's like she seems like somebody that is worth rooting for i did a you know quick look before the show today on her wikipedia page i mean i don't even remember this because i wasn't watching this back in uh 2020 really that she was in daytona for the 500 and there was a lot of controversy larry because she wanted to get her helmet signed by president trump who was attending the race which she was able to do and there's pictures of Mm -hmm. her with trump and melania and uh She also was criticized in September of 2020 when she made comments on an audio podcast. See, Haley, you'll always get in trouble going on podcasts. Yes. But if you're going to, I mean, feel free to come on Planet Rage. She said that uh, the COVID pandemic was a hoax. So, I mean, you know where where she's coming. She's a California girl, too, Larry. She's from. Wow. She's not from L.A. or San Francisco. I'll tell you that. (laughs) uh, Does it say where she's from? I think it was like Tecumseh. I mean, near. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's out there in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Or Temecula. I'm sorry. Temecula. Yeah. I know Temecula. Yeah. And and then she also had to go to uh, what was it? Uh, Oh, sensitivity training because during a 
an iRacing event. Like they were doing a lot of these like during COVID when you weren't actually racing. Uh, I guess what the hell you, was that? What's an iRace? They race virtually. So they're sitting in their homes, you know, with their little rigs and they're racing. It's basically computer racing. It's a, so computer it's a video game. game. It's a video game on Twitch. Yes, where cars. they can, you know, again, they could talk to each other. <laughs> okay. And I guess she uh, called one of the people she was racing retarded. And of course, because <laughs> of that, had to go to sensitivity training. So I'm like, okay, I like this right. girl. Yeah, we like her. She's got the attitude. Yeah. And, you know, I hope she can continue to move up because she really did well in the Good Arca series. Her. And, uh, you know, if everybody on the track is kind of against you, I can see. I mean, I get it. You're coming into an old boys club. Sure. But, you know, if you give it back as good as you get it, you know, I mean, and you have to run near yeah. the front. You have to have the right kind of equipment to, uh, you know, to compete in that mm-hmm. series. But it's like, it'll be fun to watch. I hope she does well, because I like the attitude. Yeah. And this is a sport you don't really see. It's not like there's a ton of women that I see trying to no. come up into the sport. And the interesting thing here is it's because there's no there's no advantage of being a man or a woman in a race car at this point it's all i mean it's really all just your reaction times sure because it's i mean it's not like the olden days where you didn't have uh, power steering or anything like that which there was a guy uh aj almondinger which is one of the better road course races out there in a race the other day on a road course where early on his power steering went out and it's like, I can't even imagine doing Holy that shit. driving down the street, yeah. you know? So there maybe your strength would come in, but otherwise it's like, these things are fairly easy to dr- Now yeah. when I say but easy he- to drive, it doesn't take a lot of physical effort to no, up, upper body strength. Doesn't mean a lot. Right. And even with power steering, once you're under speed with, with uh, regular steering, it was, it was virtually no different than power steering. It's just when you're parking a son of a bitch and you right. need some shoulders, you know, so. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So whatever happened to Danica Patrick? Is she retired or is she still out there in the circuit? Or uh, she has, I don't think she's racing anymore. I know she's not yeah. in NASCAR. She was doing some of the uh, broadcast, so she's still involved. But, I mean, she's getting a little old. I mean, racing career, I can see. Uh, you're you're not limited by age meaning there are guys that can still go out there and be competitive at 60 years old but the bumps that you're in and injuries that you're risking mm-hmm. when you go out there is a little bit uh different although the grand marshal at the race for uh this weekend the truck race was richard petty he gave the command to start the engines and it's my wife's like he looks really good how old is he i'm like he's 84 she's like he can't be 84 i'm like he's 84 sure he is yeah i'm like i think he's just cheated death enough that the grim reaper has left him alone (laughs) because you know it's like he had many a time in his prime in his racing career that he could have you know gone to meet his maker and i think the grim reaper just was like all right just you 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 can last a while (laughs) i'm tired of chasing you his motto has always been cheat neat. So, yeah, I mean, I loved in his in his final race, which was also Jeff Gordon's very first race. And Gordon's now retired. So we see how far back that was. Holy shit. Is Gordon really retired? How old is he now? He's in his I think just in his 40s, but he now owns part of the Hendricks Motorsports. So he's he owns the world. These guys make crazy money. Yeah. When you get the kind of cash, that's what you do. You go out and, and get out yeah. of the car and. uh and put money into the next racing, to, right. you know, the next superstar to come up. But Richard Petty in his final race wasn't an accident that his mm. car started on fire, which is always great. Always. And he pulls in because he was the king. He knows what's going on. 
and there was a uh, you know a fire truck in the infield so he just pulls the uh, car right up to the fire truck and of course there's king richard you can probably find this on youtube because it's great audio of the inside because they're like no we're following richard petty we have you know the in-car camera and we have the audio and it's richard petty going give me a fucking fire extinguisher <laughs> <laughs> like that's the way to go out man hell yeah and how old was he in that race darren man he race. was like he was probably in his up to like 50s by that point yeah. he raced a long time yeah i mean if he's 84 now that would you know probably yeah close to in his, somewhere in his 50s the guys used to race a little bit longer mm. than uh than they do now i mean a lot of sports are like that baseball's like that too pitchers nolan ryan went into his 40s now guys that hit like 35 it's like you're done done you know they'll shut down nascar with carbon credits that's what they'll do well they, you know you know they'll go to like we want all the engines to be uh, right. uh run on batteries and electric yeah. cars and uh which the be interesting to see how that goes because a lot of the draw i think for a lot of race fans is that the noise these things put out mm. when the cars go by. I mean, there's really nothing quite like, and I don't think that's really changed. I haven't been to a, a race in person in, you know, a decade or so, but yeah. even if you were high up in the grandstand, when these things came by, oh. you know, it, it's rumbling like thunder, you know, I mean, that's yeah, it is. It's amazing. And the smell. Yeah. I love the smells too. That, you know, it's kind of, it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's not healthy, but I'm yeah, sure it's not, but I dig it. Yeah. That rubber burning and the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the gasoline being burnt off and, uh, yeah. you know, but it is, it's a good, I mean, racing was all started for innovations. A lot of the reasons why you survive when you have an accident in your consumer vehicle going down the highway is because of stuff they figured out in NASCAR. Sure. You know, you don't have the full five point harnesses, but there's a lot of research that went into way. Hey, how do we make these cars safer? How do we make oh, everything man. work more work better? Oh, yeah. Roll cages, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs a roll cage in their car. Everybody does. Uh, you know, really? I mean, if they wanted to really get serious about safety, um, they should. They should build them in yeah. full five point <laughs> harness. No air conditioning. Uh, it would be more fun. Just, I don't want to be that safe. I want to be cool. Really big. Yeah, really big. Although with the really big engine, yeah. there's two different types of fun in cars. I mean, I had a Camaro for a long time and the air conditioning went out, which eh, didn't really matter that much. I mean, because mm -hmm. when you put your foot on the gas, the thing would fly. Right. And I also drove cars like really big ass Lincoln town cars. It almost had the same kind of uh, if you really were to time them very close to the performance of the camaro but you know it felt like you were riding on a cloud i love lincoln's i know they just the big old yeah. lincoln town car it's hard to beat it's hard to beat but if you want speed you want a caddy they definitely have more power than the lincoln's um but for the ride lincoln might have the edge yeah like being Plush. in a boat it's like being in a boat you know i I always drove big boats like that and i always laugh because guys say, oh, it's like it's like driving your fucking living room and it's exactly that's right I can, <laughs> I can have a five course meal i listen to the music i want i don't you know it's yeah precisely it's like riding my couch my couch is a wheel it's great you're like why wouldn't you want to do that <laughs> but how the fuck did you fit in the camaro i mean my, i bumped my head on those things but then again i do have the torso I, we, we probably have matching torsos you know if we sat together in a bench we'd be the same height until we stood up 
it wasn't bad. I mean, it was one of those things where the seat was low enough and went back far enough to where the leg room was there. Okay. Where it just kind of worked. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise it does seem like it's a very small car. I've been in larger cars that weren't as comfortable for me to drive. So yeah. It all depends on the seat. When you look at back seats in the Camaro, they're just there for giggles because I don't think anybody sure. really wants to sit in that yeah. when the seats are totally back, but no. they're, they're just made for fun. Yeah. Like this show. Yeah. This show is made for fun. Planet made Rage. Made for fun, baby. <laughs> we are a value for value podcast. We do have a few people to thank for today's show, oh. including our buddy up in Canada, Johnny Hipwell, or he, he goes Gianni by Johnny Hipwell, right? He goes Gianni by Gianni. Bravo. Gianni Bravo over oh, on uh, on Twitter. So we're glad he's feeling better because he had the COVIDs, and he said it was no big deal. So we're glad to hear Good. you're feeling better. And glad to hear uh, that. he comes in with nine ninety nine, which is kind of spooky because our buddy Stu Coates from the UK, you flip that nine ninety nine over, and he comes in with a six sixty six, and it's also an echo of Herman Cain. Ooh. Remember his platform? Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> and then, of so course, weird. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, with 15,033 Satoshis, which today, uh, I mean, Bitcoin's making a little bit of a run. I saw that. But still three dollars and nine cents. So that 15033, a little bit mm-hmm. less than normal. I think maybe that means a little less uh, energy in the read for CSB mm-hmm. for his uh for his note, his commercial. <laughs> you're going to dial it back based on, you know, you, 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 I think you had a point there, Darren. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he says, howdy, Larry and Darren. Are you both of, oh, wait, no, wait, this is the wrong one. I'm sorry, CSP. That's the last week's. I know. know I, and it's, because it's always there, mm-hmm. I, uh, I just end up cutting and pasting the new one in. Right. So we don't want to have the wrong one. Here is the new one. It says, Greetings from Euro Trash Continent to Rage Team, Larry and Darren. Evil Russia invaded Ukraine 117 days ago, and Russia is using in Ukraine weapons banned under a variety of international treaties. Any Russia supporter is either useful idiot of Vlad or evil. Oh, dear. <laughs> Anyways, episode 33 of our podcast, AI.Cooking, about artificial intelligence has just dropped. It is spoken by Gregory William. Forsyth Orman, otherwise known as Gwiff from Gwiff. Kent. From Kent. You can find it by opening AI.cooking in your browser or podcatcher, csb.lol. Yo. Now, <laughs> in honor of CSB, I did bring uh, one more clip and I figured he might oh. like this one. My wife is Ukrainian. She's treating me to the show tonight. Her home is being destroyed and there's nothing we can do about it. Please shit talk on Putin a bit. <laughs> so here you go, CSP. It'll, it'll make us feel better. I, uh, I don't know if I could really. I mean, he is such an inexorable, inexorable piece of shit uh, that it, it defies fucking description. And literally, uh, look, to be honest, uh, I've always said, you know, they, 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 were wander- they were going in there to fight this war years ago. When we were, the Cold War was raging, I, I, it, it dawned on me, my, all of my family's from Russia, every fucking one of them. They're all from Russia. They, most of them arrived here in 1916. This is how fucking dumb, okay, that country is. The, they, my family arrived in 1916 and they were pretty bright. They didn't know they were here until 1964. <laughs> 
that you have no idea how true that is. It's unbelievable to me. Fucking, and it's extraordinary. And I was yelling on the bus the other day, because, but they don't listen. Uh, but I was, it, it just, I fucking don't get it. I mean, that, I was waiting for a much bigger laugh if I could just interject. This is Lewis Black. Yeah. That, you know, I was yelling about that on the bus the other day, but they don't listen. Mm. <laughs> that was a hilarious line. <laughs> it's one guy. It's one fucking guy who's lost his fucking nut. One guy. And he just goes on and fuck on and fuck on. And I say, well, you know, just go there. I've always said this, like, you know, wait, we went after Saddam and you don't go after him? What? How is that possible? When we went after, we, we, what the fuck? You need to send everybody in? You send one guy with a blow dart, gone. <laughs> with our luck it'll be somebody that go that suck it backwards fuck fuck he's dead yeah, so go you can go in and get him csb but that's lewis black i figured csb would enjoy that as part of the value he brings to us by promoting and supporting the show you too can do that by going to planet show slash donate yes and we appreciate it we understand it's joe biden time money is tight so tell a friend, yeah. tell five friends, post about us on social media, tell everybody yeah. either the show's great or it sucks. It doesn't matter if you're talking about it. People will be like, we'll check that out. Maybe they'll Correct. go buy a $5 cookie and listen to our show and be, <laughs> up, and be upset about why they're getting diabetes at that kind of a price. We <laughs> know, right? I know, baby. Whoa. Just the way it works. So I mean, it's going to be a nice hot week here. Is it how hot? Well, today about 95, Tuesday 102, and Wednesday 95. So, oh, shit. And the humidity, I know I always ask you this, but I need to know because there is none here. So, <laughs> how do you not have humidity? I mean, at least you, well, it's you a have fu- crazy politicians. It's a fucking desert. It's a fucking <laughs> desert. That's how. That's why there's, you know, I've been fighting with my wife about this for forever, you know, since I talked to her in a movie here with me. And uh, she she always claims that, oh, it's so much cooler in the Northeast and in the, in the summer. Like, the fuck it is. Give me, I'll take 110 in L.A. versus 85 in New York any day. Right, because right now it is 91 degrees here, but a heat index of 100, which means we add in the humidity. Uh, does it say it's 37% right now, but it can go up higher than that. Sure. That is just slightly humid right now. Wait, that's indoor that's humidity. That what's outdoor humidity? Yeah. I don't know. They don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen in uh, tomorrow in the weather most of the time, but they know about global warming. That's they do. It's going to be a hot <laughs> week, so it'll be fun. And we're uh, you know planning on doing our random thoughts. I don't know what that'll be about. Right. But uh, also a live, as far as I understand, grumpy old Ben's at noon. Or no, one o'clock, I think we're doing. So one hour later than what Planet Rage starts on Wednesday on the oh, No Agenda. Fantastic. That's great. So we'll That's see how great, that goes. Oh, cool. So you guys are back. This is episode two. This is beautiful. This is, this is right. This is episode number two. The first one did not implode. Good. So we'll see how this all works out and how I fit all of these podcasts into one week. You are the hardest working man at podcasts. I'm sorry. I, well, I'll, 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 I'll let you have it. It's a horse race with. Uh, with adam but holy shit he is but making he more you're gonna you're gonna, have, you're gonna have you know i don't know seven eight hundred shows it's just <laughs> you amaze me i need ai i need the ai do. to do that you do you do i could be yeah. the james patterson of podcasts yes do it <laughs> just do it. just get a concept and throw it out there 
Yeah. Any idea what that Larry show is about? We know it could always change due to extenuating circumstances and stories coming in. Yeah, I haven't the foggiest. But you can go back and check out my last one, which is all about uh, what that was that about. I guess I ended up with the father with <clears throat> excuse me, the Father's Day thing. But it was about I did I did hold my true to my uh, my promise. I uh, said that I that I would have a movie scene that contained almost all the wisdom any father needs to give his son. Uh, yeah, uh, extracted from an old movie from the seventies, and it and it held up. Every, I get a lot of a lot of mail from people saying they dug it, and they so there you can find that out for yourself at thatlarryshow.com. Well, there <laughs> used to be movies with good dialogue. Yes, my way of thinking is the more capes in the movie, the shittier the movie and the dialogue. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, I was always a believer in what Kevin Smith said, which I mean, his movies that have really made their mark even though they're all just cult favorites they're not billion dollar movies but both clerks and mall rats really the dialogue is what shines i mean you can do a which i i remember seeing a movie i remember what it was called but it was like two guys just driving in a car or stopping and having lunch but the whole movie was just the dialogue there was no other action except right we're sitting together talking and having this conversation and it was riveting, mm-hmm. which I guess is why people like podcasts. When it works well, it yes. works well. And but, as long as we're doing movies, I uh, I saw it streaming on, uh, I guess, on Amazon Prime, I think. The latest Bond. Holy shit. Oh, oh my God. No time to die. That bad? It's, it's beyond bad. It's the most PC woke shit He's a fucking, you know, weepy eyed. It, it's just, it's, it's, I just, I mean, they, I'll spoiler alert. Bond dies. They killed <laughs> Daniel Craig at the end. <laughs> wow. And please, please, Barbara Broccoli, if you're in the sound of my voice, let the franchise die because you fucked it to a parade rest. It's over. It's done. There's no coming back from what you've done to it. It's horrible. When you make Bond a soy boy, you know, you got problems. Yes. Yes. It absolutely sucked. I mean, it was at first I was fall, even the pre even even you take the shittiest Bond movie ever made, right? Which before this, which I don't know, probably one of the Timothy Dalton ones, I would say, because he he was the angry Bond. He always looked like he wanted to be doing Shakespeare instead of Bond, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, but even the shittiest one, it was worth the price of admission just for the fucking pre-title sequence. You know, the silhouettes of babes swinging from the barrels of Lugers and shit. It was it was always it was high art. You know, this, this with Billie Eilish's fucking dirge song was just <laughs> unwatchable. It was so fucking bad. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. Well, Fell I asleep will, several times through it. But I will never understand why we have to get rid of problematic characters. Even if you think James Bond is a misogynistic relic from another day. You know, I go back to All in the Family and Archie Bunker, which, which is a show that can never be made today. But you will learn more about racism and sexism and any other kind of ism from that show than you will from just about anything else. But he's, he's problematic. He's a problematic character. Sure. The P word. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to write characters that are likable. If you write only characters that are likable, then movies become really boring, really fast. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure they did focus groups out the ass. I mean, what's the average age of your, of your theater goer today movie you know it's probably you know guys what maybe 
15 to 25 or something. And they probably, they hate pots unless they, unless they soyify them, which they did. They fed them a good diet of soy, of soy. And that's what they deliver. They figured, oh, we'll, we'll hook the, the youth market with this. But I think they blew it because everything I've seen online, people just even, no matter who it is, just universal, rev- universally revile that movie. It's horrible. Well, I did see that the, uh, the Disney slash, I think it was Pixar also, or maybe just Disney, the movie they were making, the Buzz oh, yeah. Lightyear yes. prequel, that's yes. bombing, which, yay, yes. you, yeah. you don't include Tim Allen in that, then right. you right. get what you deserve. Right. And I know, you, I think you said you were thinking of going this. Did you see uh, Maverick yet, Top Gun? Not yet. Not yet. But I would like to see it. I, I haven't seen it yet either, but everything that I've heard says it is anti-woke and pro-american right. which oh my god how do you make oh that god. movie imagine he's got they say he's got a he's got a taiwan patch on the back of his flight jacket how dare he that's anti-commie <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah. you know it's making a ton of money for anybody for that tom. is in the entertainment industry maybe you want to look at that and go huh good for tom yeah what are you the know, people i was never i was never a big fan of that guy until he ber- verbally bitch slapped uh, matt lauer on his own show many years ago <laughs> and it was really i thought oh, you know i'm starting to like this tom cruise guy so good for him yeah, he's a little kooky at times but yeah. he has made some i mean the risky business is somebody that grew Great. up in oh, our era awesome awesome fantastic movie so damn good and let me tell you what his best fucking role he he was robbed he was absolutely robbed his best moment by far was uh the thing with dustin hoffman what the fuck's it called um, oh rain man um, rain man rain man he was so fucking believable in that and so great and and hoffman got the oscar but basically anybody can play that role to quote uh that chick the retard <laughs> <laughs> no i mean really i mean it, that's 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 a pretty easy path to uh to tread but but tom's role was much more difficult and he did a great job he really did in that it's amazing uh, you said the R word, Larry. We're going to have to send you to sensitivity training. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll just, just make sure my lunchbox is filled with uh, tofu and I'll be okay. I'm just betting you can make whatever person in charge of the sensitivity training class cry. <laughs> Hate me. <laughs> Get out. Get out now. You, there's no help here for you. These are not the podcasters you're looking for. No. But look for us yeah. again next week. Same yes. bad time, same bad channel. U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Oh, world going to shit.